Nah, she's having technical difficulties. Charlamagne was popping. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> That's right. It's Wednesday, Hump Day. Good morning. Yeah, yeah I feel bad. My WNBA headphones are dead, so I got to use these raggedy ass. Remember when college used to promote these? No. Yes. Really? <laughs> you don't remember? Let me see. These used to be DJ Khaled's headphones. I forgot the name of them, but. Oh. Yeah, don't he don't he don't even talk about them. Nah, he no don't more. mention them at all. He done came up. He done upgraded. He probably doing Beats by Dre or something now. I don't even know. But whatever. Uh-oh. We here. What's happening? Fine What's Wednesday. Going on? That's right. It's Wednesday. Uh, I'm starting to feel it like a little uh, winter now. It's cold outside. Hasn't been cold like this for a while. You know, I thought about that this morning on the way in because uh, I was singing this weekend. You know, I was singing it's the most wonderful time of the year because, you know, we put our Christmas tree up in the foyer, put our Christmas tree up in the living room, which is something that uh, I don't take for granted because I grew up Jehovah's Witness. So I didn't get those experiences when mm-hmm. I was a kid, you know, so my kids love it. Um, and I was just sitting back thinking like, yo, regardless of what happened this year, regardless mm-hmm. of what's still happening this year, we mm-hmm. got to be happy that we're here. That's true. Right? Like when we talk about the reason for the season, the reason for the season is supposed to be about Jesus, God, and it's supposed to be about just life, right? right and right. family. Like, yo, we should be ecstatic Correct. that we're still existing on this planet in this moment. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, that that is true. But there's a lot of people that are still mourning because they lost so many family members of and course. so many people. And you, you should be grieving and you should be mourning, but you should still thank God that you're here. Yeah, absolutely. When you wake up and you're breathing and you got the opportunity just to exist, thank God. Right. So, you know, find a way to, 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 to find some... Some joy. That's right. And during this holiday, some holiday joy. That's right. And the cases are rising in COVID. So there's there's more and more people passing away. There's more and more people getting sick. There's more and more people being hospitalized. They said the cases are in some places as high as uh, when it was in uh, April, May, and June. I believe that. Right. But I still think we have to be very careful because also there's three vaccines coming. Correct. So, of course, the media is going to put us in a panic. To make sure that everybody lines up to get those vaccines. Not saying that it's not a big no, deal. I'm just really saying, dying, you know, yes, so. of course they are. But you still have to be careful of the uh, the media marketing that's going to happen to get these vaccines out. It's still big business, baby. Well, the big pharma still big business. Let's not be crazy here. Well, shout out to the Brits. The Brits are actually getting the vaccine. I don't know what that this means. Week. Who are the Brits? Oh, the British people. Oh, they're giving the vaccine this week and next week. Oh, so I'm looking at it now on CNN. Yeah, UK approves. What's that? Pfizer. Pfizer coronavirus vaccine, vaccine for you start next week. That's see? right. So, so they, they start next week. So we can money, get, The money we, rolls. We get to see how it works. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We don't know if they got the, they got the same vaccine as us. Yeah, it's Pfizer. It's okay, I don't Pfizer. know. I don't know. All I'm saying is, you know, you just got to be, y- 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 y'all talk about being woke all the time. All right? Just look alive. I don't like the word woke. I hate the word woke. I think y'all woke people need some sleep because you're too tired. You don't think right when you're tired. That's right. But look alive is all I'm telling you. Look alive. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Well, Joyner Lucas will be joining us this morning. Drop on the clues bomb for Joyner Lucas. Um, 
Jonah Lucas is a rapper that I thoroughly enjoy. Plus Where's he, he from? He's from Massachusetts. I could not say that word for some reason. Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I, I, I don't know. Put some uh, lubrication on your lips. I'm good. It'll roll off. That's easier. how you get it. Uh, but salute to Jonah <laughs> Lucas. That's my guy. <laughs> he um, he's, he's a great human, and he's a very talented rapper. Very talented. Dope lyricist. His ideas are crazy and yes. amazing. So we're going to talk to Jonah Lucas. But I two great this projects morning. this year that um, I think went under the radar a little bit, even though people were rocking with the Will Smith joint very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, we'll talk to Johnny. Johnny doesn't do interviews. He he, he stopped doing interviews a, a while ago. Yeah, but he's uh, stopping through here this morning. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Dan, what are we talking about? Coronavirus. We just talked about coronavirus. <laughs> I guess more coronavirus. <laughs> That's right. what you say when you don't have nothing else yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 can't lose with coronavirus. You can't lose with coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus and Trump will always give you something to talk about. That's right. He has, is having some technical difficulties, so we'll just go with coronavirus and we get it up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Right. Is Yee there? Let's try Yee one more time. Yee, you there? Damn it, man. <laughs> you right. playing. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Plan. She said, she's sitting right there. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. And Coquito Poppy. I don't know why Dramos texts me talking about you. Oh, man, make sure you call me Coquito Poppy. I never said, bro. What's wrong with you? Call you Coquito Poppy. Coquito Where do you Poppy. get this stuff? This guy's crazy. I'm crazy. You're making Coquito things up for no Poppy. reason. All right, whatever. I, I never said that. All right. Well, let's get this, let's get it cracking. All right. Now, U.S. reports more than 180,000 new COVID cases. Now, they're saying uh, 2,500 deaths as of yesterday, just yesterday alone. Yikes. So, I mean, be careful out there. Continue to wear your mask and, and be very, very safe. Now, they're voting on who should get this vaccine first. So they're saying, of course, healthcare staff should get it first. But not only them, the long-term care facility uh, staff. So, why, you, are they, why are they saying they're voting when they've literally been saying this for months? They've always said that uh, healthcare workers are going to get it first and then the elderly. Like, they've been saying that. Well, it makes sense. And not just the elderly, the people that actually take care of the elderly should be getting the vaccine first. So those are the people that, I mean, because if they receive it and they're working yeah. at these elderly homes and, you know, and the elderly have a, a, a higher chance of dying from it. So I, I those think, are the people that's going to get it first. I think I saw Sean King post yesterday, too, that um, uh, people who work in the prisons are going to get it before the inmates which makes no sense. Everybody should be getting it at the same time in the prison. I guess they're saying that because the vaccines are going to be scarce, and if the people that are working in the prisons going out, coming in and out, they need sense. to get it first. The people in the prison, they're not going in and out. They're, you know, they're there. Now, they're also decreasing the coronavirus quarantine time from 7 to 10 days instead of 14 days. What does that mean? So instead of, you know... I know what that means, but what did that mean? Why short? Why did they shorten it? What, did they, what, what, what new information do they have that tells us that... You know, you don't have to do it for 14 days anymore. Mm -mm. They're just saying new guidelines recommend close contact to those affected with the coronavirus should quarantine for seven days after exposure because I guess maybe it's going through the system faster. I don't know. But my daughter goes to NYU, and they've been saying that for about two months now. They they make them quarantine for 10 days instead of 14 days. Got you. So I don't, I don't know why they, uh, they're just getting this information. All I'm telling y'all is, yes, we know coronavirus is super serious, but we also know that it's uh, three vaccines out there. So mm -hmm. just know that the mass marketing campaign, the panic is going to be extremely high in the media over the next, you know, couple of months. Right. So, you know, don't jump out the window. Right, right, right. Just know that, you know, they're going to market this thing really crazy yep. to make you get that vaccine. Now, also, we said earlier the U.K. has granted temporary approval for Pfizer to have its COVID vaccine next week. So the Brits will start getting the vaccine next week, and they're saying here, December 15th, it'll start being delivered in the U.S. Because I'm tripping, right? I'm sitting back saying to myself, all right, Coronavirus is back. They, you know, cases are spiking. People are dying. NFL still going on. That's right. NBA coming back in December. Correct. When, it, when, when this all first popped off, everything shut down. Right. Now it's just like, 
Yeah, it's really, really, really bad, but you know, we can keep things moving. So but I think I think they, they realize they have to keep things moving. People are losing their businesses, their homes, their lives, their everything. I mean, you, that's the main reason you should stop things, right? Because that last part you said no. you're losing their lives. But if they shut down this, the country again for two months, there's restaurants that can't survive. There's people that yeah. have these small businesses that can't survive. I don't even know how malls are surviving right now. Like, cause oh, the malls. People, are, I ain't been to the mall in so long. Me neither. Are people go into the malls or they shopping. The only thing I see online is people looting. Like I see him running up in Montclair. <laughs> they definitely doing taking, that, boy. I taking saw, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing everywhere else, but I saw that video in New York when they ran up in there and stole all in Montclair's. And, you know, hey, man, holler at me. I need a black <laughs> one. I'm serious. I, too, I, 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 I bought a Montclair a few years ago, and the Montclair's are expensive. Very and, expensive. And I, I don't know what I did. I think I left it in an Uber or something. So uh, I was like, you know what? That's what your dumb ass get for spending all that much money on a coat, so I never bought another one. Right. But, yo, you pull up with one. And you can figure out how to take the tag off. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had a problem it. buying on the black market now. My goodness. All Did you right. You hear me? Well, that Especially is... from a black person. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna support, support a black business? I support black business. <laughs> I support black business. Okay. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a, a great morning and maybe feel blessed. Call us up right now. Phone lines are open. The number again is 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Say it, say it. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? What's up, DJ Envy? What up, Charlamagne the God? Peace, King. How you doing, brother? Coquito Papi. Coquito Papi. Coquito Papi. We're not making this a thing. I don't know, I don't know why you're You coming. told me to call you I never said that. Never said that. Hello? Yeah, what's up, bro? What's your name? <laughs> hey, my name is Wendell, man. Uh, man, I was just calling, man, because uh, uh, yesterday, or the, uh, the day before yesterday, uh, I was curious as to what was going on with the COVID in China, you know, where it all started. So I started Googling it. And uh, they had 12 confirmed cases on the same day that 48 deaths occurred in New York. You know, and I just looking at the numbers, man, it just it's not making sense to me. Well, they've always China said has like 1.4 billion people and they're only getting cases and not deaths compared to the U.S. Well, they've always said that China has been, um, you know, lying about their number of cases, number of deaths. They've been saying that since the beginning. So I don't know. Who knows? Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that's something that, you know, they they, they were saying. And by they, I mean uh, okay, Donald Trump and his administration. <laughs> okay. well, thank, thank you for checking in, brother. Uh, Hello, who's this? Man, this is Smiley, representing the 1800, man. Smiley, 1800. What the, what's the 1800? Where that's at? 1800 block in the project. Where, though? In Pocono. Pocono? Pocono, Florida. Oh, okay. Florida, all the crazy people at Uncle Charlie, you know what time it is, man. Don't act crazy. I yeah, heard of Florida, but go ahead, brother. Get it off your chest. Yeah, I got a question, man. Listen, I'm talking to this chick, right? Uh-huh. For some reason, she went through some hard times or whatever. She asked to borrow some money. So mm. I said, all right, no problem. Me, me, me being the nice guy that I am, you know what I'm saying? So next time when I go and ask her for it, she turned around and snap on me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what's going on? If you borrow something, it's for you to return, right? How much you lent her? Uh, a hot little two B's, you feel me? And they, they should go talk about, oh, she gave me the box. I'm like, damn the box, I want my money. No, 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 that's a fair... You understand what I'm saying? That is a fair transaction, sir. No, wait, because 200 or 2,000? 200, two beans. Two beans. Thank you, Charlotte, man. Hey, hey. MV, you might use your nigga card. You understand what I'm saying? You don't know. <laughs> I don't say two beans. We say two stacks and two hundred. We don't say two beans, but that's that's some some. I still, still speak. 
Good fluently. Hey, hey, Uncle Charlotte, that's that light skin stuff, man. That's that light skin issue. Oh, my God. Well, you got going over there. You, you got to put them up the park. You got to put them up the park. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying like this here. These women got to understand like this. They got to understand the word, the word borrow. Borrow means to return. We didn't say trade. We didn't just say like fair exchange. You understand what I'm saying? Now she called nah. me. Nah. She gave, she gave oh. you the box. You can't return the box. Well, technically, nah, she, she let them borrow the box. Why can't take it to the pawn shop? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Technically, she let you borrow the box. You know, women don't really be giving it to us. They, you, you lease it for twenty minutes, right? Okay, okay. So the box cost me two B. That's I mean, I don't listen. I, I'm, I'm a stern believer that I, I don't mind. You know, throwing a woman some change. You know, what I mean, back in my day, now when I was out there in them streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I don't mind throwing a woman some change. I think that's a that's a fair exchange. I think you should you should you should get that up to the game, bro. Chalk that up to the game, man. Stop. Charge it to the game and put it in my back pocket. Charge it to the game, put it in your back pocket, King. All right, brother. Okay, okay. Hey, one more thing, one more thing. What's Yo, up? Yo, Charlie. Uh-huh. Hey, I like, I like to give a shout-out to my boy Kodak, Free Kodak, Free Trap Gate. We're all my real niggas. All right, yo, uh, pop, uh, Coquito Poppy want to borrow one bean. No, 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 no. That's racist. That's good. That's good. That's racist, bro. Yeah, this have a racist ring to it. Give him a grain of rice too with that one bean. Jesus Christ, Envy. I don't know. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent us up now, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, DJ? What's hey, up? It's 89 Yolo, man. From South Carolina, but I'm living in Florida right now. What what's part up, of South Carolina you calling from? Oh no, you calling from Florida? You said what part of South Carolina I'm you from? Florida, yeah. I'm, I'm from um, Lawrence County, man. Greenwood County, Upstate South Carolina. Man. Okay, South Upstate South 864. All right, now, now you a rapper? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I just want, I just wanted to call though, man, because uh. My whole state said they'll support me if I start doing my music thing and I drop that no love. Well, spit something, bro. Spit something. And it's shot like 10,000 views in no time. So I just want to send a shout out to the dance to South Carolina, man. Tell them I appreciate the love, man. Well, well, well rap a little bit, bro. You, you, on, you on air, man. Rap. I just give you the, uh, I give you the hook off of one of the songs. How about that? Let me hear it. It goes, I know they plotting on me. Yeah. Yeah. I keep a on All right, me. stop. You're embarrassing yeah. South Carolina right now. This is what I need you to do. That's Just tell dope, everybody bro. where they can find the video. South Carolina! Where they can find the song, because I'm sure it sounds better with a beat. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Check it out. Y'all can go find it anywhere on any music platform, man. Down, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music. But you what are we looking for? <laughs> what are we looking for, my brother? Uh, SoundCloud. What's your name? Go check that out, man. It's 89 YOLO, but there's plenty more music on there for you, but... The whole, Your the name whole is 89 song. YOLO? <laughs> Y'all go ahead and check that out, man. You too, Charlotte, man. I guarantee you a little that don't love, man. No, I'm going to check it out. You know, I got to I, I still have a dream of seeing somebody from South Carolina make it big in the music industry as far as rap. How can you be 89 YOLO, though, if you only live once? You can't have 89 YOLO. What would your name be? 69 YOLO? <laughs> no, it'd be just YOLO. You only oh. live once. It's only one time. No. <laughs> you, you can't have 89 YOLO. This ain't Contra. <laughs> right. Y'all even remember what Contra is? Or I'm old. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, yes. right, B-A-B-A, select start. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Men. That's right. Yo, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? With the bank head bounce. <laughs> man, I'm chilling, man. I just want to send a shout out, man, to me and my daughter, man. It's our birthday today, man. I turned 39, man, and she turned two. That's you know beautiful. What so, That's what it is. That's beautiful. Great, man. Uh, Charlamagne, man, hey, man, I rock with you hard, bro. Thank you, you know King. Man, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Peace and uh, just, you know, blessings to you and your family, man. Same to you. Man. I see you out there, man. You know what I'm saying? 
hey man, black man don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn right. But uh, yeah. Uh, so man, I just I just want to say that to my daughter, man. I love you. You know what I'm saying? McKinley Showers. I'm Marcus Showers Senior. So you know, like I say, peace and love. And uh, shout out to all the independent truckers out here. We out here getting it. You know I feel saying? you. Get the money, man. Are right, you in your so, truck now? Uh, Blow the horn, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Hi, right. Bubba. Salute to Marcus and McKinley. Salute to all the girl dads out there, man. All the fellow girl dads like Absolutely. myself, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's good? Envy, Charlemagne. I don't know if you ain't there, but what's up? You ain't... How y'all doing this morning? Peace, what's going King. On, brother? What's your name? Oh, all right, so it's Travi out of North Carolina, and today is my 30th birthday. Hey, hey happy congratulations, birthday, brother. Appreciate life, man. Right. You know, be happy to be breathing. That's, that's what I was actually calling about. I woke up and saw my girl this morning, and I was just talking to her just about stuff over the years. Man, I'm just so grateful to have my life today. Word. So, like, it's so many people out there. I'm so sorry for all the people that lost their lives. You know, the coronavirus, I work with FedEx, so I'm an essential worker. I'm out here every day. And sometimes I forget my mask, and I'm still healthy. Man, I'm just so glad to have my life today, yo. And Absolutely, bro. It, it, feels, it feels good to wake up. And, you know, my mom texts me. My mom's still here. She's an essential worker, too. She works in the nursing field. And uh, and I'm, I'm just glad that everybody good on my part. And, man, it's, it's just feel, it feels good to be 30. You know, I never thought I'd even make it this far. You know, I came out straight out of the hood. So... It feels good, yo. Congratulations, my brother. I am happy for you, man. You know what I mean? In the words of Young Jeezy, minus the bullshit, life is great. Because we have That's life, right. man. Take a deep breath. I'm That's telling right. you. Enjoy the birthday, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, y'all. Have a good day. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can always hit us up. Now, when we come back, we got rumors. Barack Obama speaks... Envy Barack- lying. Envy don't know what we talking about. Now, they just sent me to know. That's somebody right here. They said, Barack Obama talks. Defund the police. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Nice of you to join us, Yee. Wow. <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> wow. Yee playing. Now, let me tell y'all something. When we're not on the air... Yee's talking to us, yada, yada, yada. Soon as we go up. Okay, I made it. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. not my fault. <laughs> oh, you here or you not here? Yeah, she did now. Oh, she did? I guess. You hear her? I heard her. Yee? Angela Yee. All right, let's start with the rumor report. Let's All right, go. Well, let's talk Barack. Okay. Okay. It's about time. <laughs> What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, we're just here. Sorry, guys. Let's listen. All right. All right. Well, um, I don't know what the hell's going on. I will. Angela, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try this. All right. So, Barack <laughs> Obama, uh, you want the lowdown on UFOs? You want to know if UFO, UFOs exist? We well, know UFOs exist. Oh, he's going to give us the rundown. We have audio. Any UFOs? Did you ask about that? I certainly asked about it. And? Can't tell you. Sorry. All right, I'll take that as a yes. Because <laughs> if there were none, Why you'd not? say there was none, right? <laughs> you just played your hand. Feel free to think that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say it used to be that UFOs was the, uh, what is it, Roswell was the biggest conspiracy? Yeah. And now that seems so tame, the idea that uh, the government might have an alien spaceship. Now the biggest biggest conspiracy is people in Michigan vote. 
of course extraterrestrials exist, okay? Uh, you, you'd be a fool to think that in this big, mass, vast universe with all of these different planets and solar systems and galaxies, you'd be a fool to think that we're the only uh, life form on this whole But are universe. they nice? Or go, are they? Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure they're just, I'm, I'm sure they're just like any other intelligent life form. Like us, like humans. Some are nice, some are so bad. No. That's right. So no. <laughs> no, some are nice, some are some, some are, nice, some are, some are bad. bad, some are evil, some some are traumatized, right. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All right, now people are also talking about another interview that's coming out tomorrow. Oh, no, today on Snapchat. <clears throat> it's a political show called Good Luck America, mm-hmm. where Barack Obama says uh, snappy slogans like defund the police actually could jeopardize the goals of enacting meaningful reforms for the police. He said you lost a big audience the minute you say it, which makes it a lot less likely that you're actually going to get the changes you want done. Well, Obama is right because of something that I've been telling y'all forever, and that's that Democrats' messaging sucks. What is defunding the police? Taking money from inflated police budgets and making equitable equitable investments in the communities that need them. That's what defunding the police is. But Democrats let conservatives take the slogan and turn it into something that it's not. Taking the money away yes. from the police. Like, there's going to be no police. We want the police yeah, to go away. Yeah, abolish the police. Right. So, so instead of explaining the why, they get caught up in explaining the what. Constantly say what the why is. The why is taking money from inflated police budgets and investing into the hood. You can't remix that, but you can remix the funding the police. So, yes, since Democrats are so bad at messaging, change the message. Yeah. Well, and James Clyburn has been saying that he feels like that slogan, that line contributed to election losses for uh, other Democrats as well. I don't, that I phrase. Yeah, I think it was a lot more than just that line. But yeah, what, what Barack is saying and what Jim Clyburn is saying is true. You lose people as soon as you say that slogan. That's only because Democrats are so terrible at messaging. Talk about the why, not the what. I- and the Obamas are producing a comedy series about Donald Trump being a, uh, just having messed up so many different things. A giant and so, Yes, that's what they, they called it. That's what it's called? So, no, that's not what it's called, but that's oh. what they, the, he's reading the headline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so this is actually uh, called The G Word with Adam Conover, and it's a collaboration between that com- the comedian uh, and also uh, based on Michael Lewis's book, The Fifth Risk. So that's going to be something that is coming out. It's going to cover the historic chaos and mismanagement that occurred in the Departments of Agriculture, Commerce, and Energy during the handoff between the administrations. Man, they're not even letting it breathe. They was writing this in the, the, the second year of his presidency. <laughs> huh? They're they not even letting him, him breathe at all. They ready to rock and Jesus. roll. All right. And in more Barack Obama news, he's going to receive the Voice of Influence Award at the 2020 Penn America Gala. So it's a virtual ceremony that's happening on December 8th. And he's being recognized for his writings that have traversed political, social and ideological bounds and framed a self-reflective humanism that has marked his influence on public life. Okay. He's got a lot of things going on. All right, now let's talk about Casanova. Casanova is one of 18 alleged gang members who has been indicted on criminal charges, including conspiracy to commit racketeering, conspiracy to distribute controlled substances, and possession of a firearm in furtherance of a drug trafficking crime. We actually saw the FBI tweeted out that they were trying to find out where his whereabouts Oof, are. They didn't, they didn't have to tweet him. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> they didn't have to tweet and put it on IG. Hey. hey they using social media like everybody else uses social media. Salute to my man B. Dot uh, from Rap Radar. B. Dot said yesterday, man, I'd rather have my nudes leaked than have the FBI tweet out a picture <laughs> of me saying they're looking for me. Goddamn right. <laughs> well, federal investigators did confirm Casanova is the only defendant who is not in custody. All the defendants, with the exception of Outlaw, are facing a maximum sentence of life in prison. Now, if y'all recall, we had a whole conversation with Casanova on The Breakfast Club when Takashi actually went to jail, and here's what he said. 
to talk all that shit. I'm talking about all these rappers and all these fake gangsters, man. You go to the feds for Rico, and they offer you 20 years, and you're a millionaire. You're telling. You know what I'm saying? Can you still be a rapper after that? Yeah, that's going to still be a rapper. They still play his music now. Mm -hmm. I don't want no problem with him now. Come home and troll me. I'm out the game again. <laughs> I can't. He ain't coming home no time soon. Listen, man, he come home about two years. You ain't getting no time for that. Yeah, he he yeah. might could come home in a year. How do people dig stuff up like this so fast? As soon as they hear Kaz is indicted, they dig up that Breakfast Club interview with him saying know. that. Y'all remember stuff I don't, and I'm sitting here every day. Yeah. I don't even remember that. And I don't like what folks are trying to imply with that clip either. What's that? Clearly, they're trying to imply that Casanova's going to tell. I don't like that. Like, that's just stupid at a time like this. You don't even know. I don't even know what he's facing. I saw some of the the, the, the charges, but I don't know. Man, I Somebody know. told me yesterday he can beat something like a Rico because a Rico is just basically like a conspiracy charge. You could be around somebody it's, and catch a Rico. I don't know. There's so many rumors. Well, there's different, there's different charges for different uh, defendants, for the different people, So because there's 18 people. And some of them are assaulted. Some of them are identity theft. Some is attempted murder. So yeah, I think we Kaz don't know which was, one is. Kaz was no, they, they, they got it listed. They, they got he, he, he was one third. 13 and 14. I don't remember exactly what those things were, but... I know one, I think one was dis distributing. I don't know. But anyway, uh, they say 95% of the Fed cases, they get prosecuted. But I just hope that is a misunderstanding and maybe yeah. it's a, a different I, I, passing I, over or something that's, you know, not I like Kaz. with him. I don't want to see Kaz go to prison. I don't know anything about his street life. I know him as a rapper. I'm with you. You know, and he's been rapping for a couple long of years now. Him. Yeah, as long as I know him. When I first met him, he had an ankle bracelet on. And he was doing security for tax dump. So, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know him as a rapper. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Welcome back, finally. Uh, front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about a terrible thing that happened in Oregon. An Oregon man has been arrested and charged for fatally shooting a black 19-year-old because of a dispute over loud music. All right. And also next hour, Joyner Lucas will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front-page news. Now, just keep in mind, tonight they are lighting that tree in uh, Rockefeller Center. You cannot go by the tree if you're coming to New York City. It has to be reserved. You have to have reservations. So don't just think you could just pull up to the tree and see the lighting tonight. But they are lighting the tree tonight, I believe, at 8 o'clock, right? Something like that. Yeah. Right. What else we got, Yee? All right. Well, a man in Oregon has been arrested and charged, and that is for fatally shooting a 19-year-old, Aiden Ellison, a 19-year-old uh, black man. Now, Robert Paul Keegan is 47 years old. He's charged with second-degree murder, reckless endangerment, and unlawful carrying or concealing of a firearm. And he's also been arraigned on the lesser charge of first-degree manslaughter. They said this was all a dispute over loud music outside. of um, outside. So this is also... Uh, uh, very reminiscent of another case, Jordan Davis, a Florida 17-year-old mm -hmm. who was killed over loud music, and they said this happened uh, bas basically on the same day, eight years to the day after Jordan Davis what? was killed. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Damn. Oh, Lord. Damn it. My goodness. What, what, what is this game of hokey pokey years playing with us? I don't know. You put your left foot in, you take your left foot out, you put your right foot in, and then you shake it all about. Like, come on, ye. Well, the Rockefeller tree will be lit at 9.45. You already said that. Don't try to repeat. <laughs> they, they're on to you. I said Sorry. 8 o'clock, but now and it's 9.45. Oh, she's back. And I said, Attorney Ben Crump has already tweeted about it. Aiden Ellison should yeah, be alive. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the same thing. Oh, Aiden okay. Ellison, what I was just Dutch. talking about. All right. 
should be alive today, but Robert <laughs> Keegan fatally shot him over loud music. But this was not about music. That's false justification for killing a black teen. This was a racially motivated shooting by a suspected white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear me? You go uh, in and out. I Listen. All right. We well, that is your front page news. <laughs> That's we, can't, all. we can't listen. We're we trying, trying to listen. listen. I was into the story, and then you disappeared. Then we started talking about the goddamn Rockefeller tree again. <laughs> then you jumped back in talking about Ben Crump. I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> I told them. I said it keeps going in and out. How is this show? In the, how, did, how is this show in the radio hall of fame? I don't, I don't know. know. I've been trying to figure it out, man. Come on, man. Yes. Oh lord. Wait, is Ben Crump representing the Rockefeller? Oh shit. Yeah, yes. Yes. Exactly what it is. That's what we got from that story. Yeah, Ben Crump is representing the Rockefeller tree. Tonight it starts at eight, but the tree is getting lit at nine forty-five. Mercy on my poor soul. All right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just make sure you're still there. Joyner Lucas is joining us next. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Joyner Lucas will be joining us next. And next, so don't move. Is yeah. Yes. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. He was frozen for a little bit, so he said, let me go by the indoor pool where he has better service. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Lucas. My guy. What's up, brother? I feel like you late this year, man. You done dropped ADHD and evolution, and you just popping up on us? No, oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm late. I stopped doing interviews and stuff a long time ago. <laughs> Why? I don't like. I didn't like the way they twist the narrative and twist the words and try to, you know what I mean, like manipulate the situation and then put clickbait and all that weird stuff. Man, it was just weird. But I just, I didn't like it, and I just, I felt like uh, the last interviews I had, I was actually with Atlantic, and it's and it started feeling like they were more favors than than, mm. than the people actually really wanted to interview me because once I sat down with them. You know, it was like they didn't really do their research. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were just asking stupid questions. And it was just like, bro, like, come on. And then, and then actually, Hot 9-7, who had told me um, in the interview that Atlantic or whoever reached out to them to do, to get me the interview. And I didn't like that. It was like, you're making, you're making me feel like, you know what I mean? You don't want me here. but Y'all chasing for an interview. That's yeah, what I, feel like. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. So I was just like. I'm straight, I'm straight with interviews, bro. I don't want to feel like I'm here because I made a call or something. Like, I didn't like that. So. You, put, you put so much into your music and your videos and the, and the whole concepts. Mm -hmm. So I can see why you would feel that way. You should actually do something where you interview yourself. Maybe you could be the journalist, and then you can show people how it's done. That'd be interview. dope. In a song. <laughs> that would be cool. Is that why you left Atlantic? Is that the reason why you decided to, to lead a major? Nah, I left, I left Atlantic because it just didn't feel... I didn't feel like I was growing. Pause. I didn't feel like they knew what to do with a Jordan Lucas. I don't think your ideas are easily explainable to like these culturally clueless people at these record labels, though. Like you're yeah. the type of person that you just gotta show trust. him. You gotta trust. You gotta trust him what he does. Absolutely. Does Jordan Lucas feel like he's underrated? You dropped two projects this year, two great projects: Evolution and ADHD. And I don't feel like your name is in the conversation the way it should be. I feel like I'm underrated. Um, hmm. Yes. No, if I if I am underrated, then it's my fault. You, you think? Know, Why? Why do you say that? Yeah, it just means I'm not working hard enough. 
I need to work. I got to figure out another plan on, on, on how to be more visible. That's all it is. I don't blame anybody for that, but myself, you know, I don't think somebody decides like this guy is going to be underrated. And then now everybody's like, he's underrated. I just think that that has to do with the artist. I don't think so. Cause I think the art and you as an artist is there, the art that you put out, whether it's your videos and the songs and the music and the albums. So I think is there. So I, I don't necessarily believe it's you though. Nah, but again, like it's, it's, it's all about what's working. See, my I have like a, a a certain type of lane, you know, with my storytelling stuff, like whatever, whatever. Like the highest streaming artists right now are a young a young artists, and you know their records aren't really storytelling. You know what I'm saying? It just it's all swagged out. It's all you know for whatever the case is. So the visibility on them is a little bit different because of the, because they 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 attract like the young young kids, you know what I'm saying? The 15, 16, 17 year old, that's not really my thing. You know what I mean? Like I haven't really even tapped into that market yet. So, you know, I just have to figure out what it is that I have to be doing better. You know what I'm saying? Also at the same time, like everybody's all in cahoots with each other. Like these records, they, these cats, they all do records with each other. I don't, I haven't done records with anybody really like that, except for like the goats. You know, Chris Brown, Brown. Man, you got Will, you Will Smith. Smith, you got yeah, Chris Brown. Brown. You said I haven't you done got... records with nobody. Eminem. 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 You got Rick Ross on the album on Legend on on Evolution. Let's talk about it. Who the else? game. The game. The game. Did it record with you? I think you're about the younger generation. That's what he's talking about. Man, f- them kids, join them. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The visibility. Like I don't have records with NBA young boy. I don't got records with Kodak. I don't. Do have you records. need them though? I would like to see you with like Griselda. You know what I mean, Royce. Ah. That's the that's what I'm saying. The spitters. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like I maybe I keep putting myself in this box where like you just expect that. And I don't like that. Like Griselda, I love Griselda, but I love Royce. Those are my family, but I'm just just in the lyrical box. Like, nah, bro. Like that's not where I want to be. Like I feel like I have the kick. I could absolutely make mainstream records. I could do, and still be joiner. I could I could yeah. jump on a and be a young boy and, and, and be joining Lucas and kill it and still fit in with the new. I haven't t- tapped into that yet. That's something I haven't d- done yet, right? I've just been kind of doing me, and I've been very successful at doing me, so I'm not really tripping about the overrated thing. I'm rich. I'm, I've done I, I've done everything. That I, I've got out the hood. You know, I retired my mom. You know what I'm saying? I done bought houses. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm... That's what we wanted, right? That's, that's yeah. what we... When you started off, you said you haven't done interviews in a long time, because you did What What made you do this interview with us? Charlamagne. Charlamagne is a homie, bro, and Charlamagne. I love Charlamagne. Yeah, he's a man, so like I can't turn on an interview with Charlamagne. He's cool. I, I like Charlamagne. See, Charlamagne has some good out there in the world. Join him, my guy. Join him, one of the rappers I talk to for no reason. He's a good human. He's a good person. <laughs> he's a good human. And how did you hook up with Will Smith? How, how did that relationship come together? That came from the Will record. You know, I wanted, and I, I felt like he wasn't getting the respect, you know, that he deserved. And when Kobe died, is what really prompted me to do the record because I'm like, damn, bro. If if that was Will, I would have that would have hurt, bro. Especially him not knowing how I felt, you know. Right. So, did you write his verse? Yeah. Who Will's? Nah. Did you help him or anything? Nah, that was all Will, bro. But then you pulled up on him, though, didn't y'all? Y'all, I saw I saw a picture with y'all together. That was recently. That was about a, that was about a week ago. Yeah. What were y'all doing? You just he was in town or? Nah, I went out. Um, I went to LA. Uh, I was I'm shoot. I was shooting the Zima video with uh, Mark Wahlberg, and George Lopez, and Diddy, and a lot of other legends that I love and respect. And um, he heard I was in town. He invited me out to his crib, and it was dope. That's the first time I met him. 
and yeah, we just chopped it up, and you know, it was dope. Did you do ayahuasca with him or anything like that? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. What is that? <laughs> it's a um, it's like a spiritual. I don't want to call it a drug because it's like a plant. Nah, nah, I don't do none of that. No. no, this is good. I'm telling you, this is good. I promise you this will... I haven't done it yet, but it's spiritual. How are you going to promise you something he hasn't done it yet? <laughs> I promise it's going to work well. Know, like, well it's it's not a drug, though. It's not like good. coca, heroin, no, and those... It makes a lot of people shit on themselves. What? It does. It makes you... I learned the levels quickly. Like, the levels to the, to the houses. Oh. Quick. Yeah, talk about that. I mean, that house had to be on f***ing an insane. I thought... That when I bought my mansion, that I was doing some shit. Nah. You are. You do. Don't compare yourself to other people. You doing your shit. Oh, I'm not diminishing my accomplishments. I'm very, I'm like, I'm, I'm again, bro. I come from nothing. It's different now, right? Everything right. changed. It dramatically changed for me. Like, it just went from zero to 100 really quick. I went from really broke to really rich really fast, right? As, as a result of the hard work. It just all, everything just happened at one time for me. But I go to Will's house. <laughs> the dude got a compound, fam. Like he really. So he opens the gates. My man's sitting on 250 acres of land. Damn. That's right. That's Will f-ing Smith. God damn, damn it, man. I pull up. Guy goes, yo, go past the bridge, take a left. I saw him in a park over there. So I'm driving. I see like an exercising gym and shit, man. Jaded outside exercising. He got a dope crib. You know, his maids running around with these plates and shit. Like, yo, we hors d'oeuvres and shit. On there, you know, serving shit, tea and coffee, and shit, like crazy, bro. It's just some real Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Jeffrey. Shit. I feel movies is in your future. Like I see that for you. Yeah, 100%. that's the goal, right? For me, eventually pivot off of the music and get into movies. All right, we got more with Joyner Lucas when we come back. Let's get into a joint. Uh, it's just like Will. Record is dope. Video was dope. Check it out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Joyner Lucas, just like Will. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Gee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Joyner Lucas. Yee. How hard is it for people to get a feature from you? Since we're talking about you and having not really worked. I don't do it. So people hit you up. You just. I turned down bags, too. Bags. Why? Really? Why? When I first was really gunning to get into the game, and I was really trying to make a living off this shit. And my son was about to be born. I started like doing mad features so that I can make enough money. So when he was born, he was good. But it was like, I just felt, I was just doing it just to take the bread. And it didn't feel right, right? Cause even my I didn't believe in or like, or didn't like the music. I'm like, oh yeah, that's hot. Send me the bread, right? It's like, yo, cause I needed the bread. I was, I was a desperate father, like damn. But I didn't like the way that made me feel, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of artists that hit me up to do features, but I don't really, if I don't really like the song like that or like it doesn't make any sense and I won't do it, especially now. What made you put Logic on ISIS? I sent Marshall ISIS, but he couldn't do it because he was working on his album. So he was like, yo, I'm tied up. And then he got his artist, you know what I'm saying? That he signed over there that he had to make sure it was straight. And I was like, I get it, it's cool, no pressure. But I'm not waiting. He was like, if you wait, then I'm like, nah. My weight. So I said, all right, I gotta get somebody else on this. I didn't know who at the time. And then I ended up piecing it up with uh, Logic. And once I pieced it up with Logic, you know, which he invited me to his crib, we in his studio, and you know, he's playing me some of his album. And then I played him some of my ADHD project. I played him ISIS and immediately, as soon as he heard it, he just started rapping in his head. And I was like, you wanna jump on it, huh? Pause. He was like, yeah. <laughs> 
was like, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? He already going. I was like, one get you, you good? He was like, yeah. So, you know, he. So as soon as he did that, I'm already in my head. I'm plotting on a video in my head. I'm like, yo, so what day are you available to shoot? Even before he had the verse done, he was like, Sh-. He looked at his calendar. He was like, Sh-, like three weeks from now. I said, block this day off, finish the verse. I'm gonna make sure we get the video done. I got to started setting everything up. He gave me his verse like two days later. And then the video was already, he was already set up to go like three weeks later. Why did you have beef with Logic? Whenever I hear people beefing with Logic, I think that's so strange. I'm like, Logic? Honestly, it was very strange. It really was. I think I was very. I think I was jealous of. Really. Like, the reason why I say that though is because I felt like where he was at at that time is where I wanted to be so much. It took, bro. I I, I had called that man because I had an epiphany. Right. I had got to a certain place in which people started expecting things of me. People that I didn't even really know like that, you know. And I lost a lot of people, and it clicked. I said everything that I accused this guy of, or I was jealous, whatever, is happening to me, and I know how it feels, and it sucks. So I had a, I had called Royce, and I said, Royce, you put me on the phone with Logic, bro. I need to talk to him. And I just, as soon as he picked up, I said, bro, look, I just want to tell you, I apologize, bro. I'm going through some right now, in which I understand the reason why you, why you felt how you felt when I was coming at you the same way. I told him straight up, like. I was I, I was jealousy because you was doing everything that I wanted to do. You know, you were dope, you were lyrical. You know, you was ripping down tours, and you know, you had all these relationships with all these artists that I loved and respected. And I, I really idolized you, and I didn't even realize how much I did. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, so I gave him this sincere apology because I really meant it. He said, "Wow, bro, I don't even know what to say. Like that's like the most sincere apology anybody in my life has ever gave me, bro. Like." Wow, he was like, Shit. "You got me tearing up over it." Like, yo, it was a real, a real conversation. And he was like, you know, where I was at at that time is I couldn't understand why you had all this energy towards me, and you know, I just had a lot of bad energy, man. Like, I was, I was just, I was a hungry artist, man, coming up, and I felt like he took my idea. All the things that people try to accuse me of, bro, I'm seeing. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get it. That is so true that sometimes we don't like people. It's really a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. Yeah, but let me tell you something, though. Like, people don't know how to apologize. Mm-hmm. Like, That's when you're wrong, my don't know how to sit there and be like, yo, I f***ed up. Mm-hmm. My f- could be dead wrong and still carry on this energy like he was right the whole time. Like, it's just still your fault. So, like, one of, one of the biggest uh, things that make me happy about who I am is the fact that I'm able to identify when I fucked up or when I'm wrong and give you a real sincere apology about it and, you know, not hold on to things. Like, if I feel like I did something wrong, I'm going to tell you. And when other people don't do that and other people are not like that, that shit bothers me, bro, because it's like, come on, man. Like, it's, you know how hard it is for a motherfucker to say sorry? Yeah, and you know what else? Even you telling Logic that you were jealous of him, man. We yeah. don't realize jealousy and envy destroys from within. So you're yeah. killing yourself being jealous of another man. So just for you to even get that out is big. I didn't realize that I was jealous of him at the time. I realized this after because it's like there's no reason for me to be jealous at this person. I just get grinded, busted, worked his ass off. He already had like nine, 10, 11 projects before he even got to that point. He worked for that. I just come in the game, you know what I'm saying, thinking that motherfuckers owe me some. 
Mm-hmm. And you that. felt like you was nicer than him, I'm sure. Because, I mean, you are. Let's be clear. I felt like I was nicer than him. I felt like my owed me. I felt the same about Kendrick and Cole. I felt like, you know, Kendrick, why Kendrick ain't holler at me yet? Why Cole ain't pit me up? Why, yo, I had all this energy. Like, yo, I'm finally here now. Like, know who I am. I know they see me. Why nobody reaching out to me, right? And I felt like this sense of entitlement, mm-hmm. right? Just because I'm here now. I'm this lyrical rapper. I'm whoever the and Kendrick and Cole and Logic and all of them should reach out to me and we should all do a record together. I had this shit in my brain where I felt like things had to be a certain way because that's what I expected. You know, for whatever reason, these artists, if they were like that, they're, they're different now. Like they closed off due to relationships and whatever right. people fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if Drake was so kind before to do certain records with certain people, whatever happened in within that relationship may have caused Drake to be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not with these new, new no more, you know? And here I come like, yo, what's up? Yo, where's Drake at? I'm trying to do this feature. So now I'm, I'm holding a grudge against Drake. Like why Drake don't want to work with me? He jealous, Drake jealous. You see what I'm saying? So it's one of those things that you don't really realize until you actually become the person that you're idolizing and everybody's idolizing you and they expect this from you and you're like you know what i get it now I, and that's exactly what happened and now logic is one of my good friends bro like just me like me and you Charlotte. like you hit me up it was good how you been everything your family good Do-do-do-do. well you should put logic and Charlemagne on the phone then i've talked to logic <laughs> i never had no problem with logic either though but that's why i'm like i mean you know i, I have an opinion but I don't, I don't have a a beef with the young brother but when i see somebody going through you know, mental health issues, especially being that I deal with my own. I'm like, man, I don't want to cause that brother no trauma. I don't want to cause him no pain, no hurt. You know what I mean? For your, well, your job is difficult too, Charlamagne, because you, you're in a place where you, you've been in a place for a long time where you're, a, you're an authentic person who just says what comes to how you feel, right? And because you're a radio personality, you know, you don't. It's like how comedians, right? Comedians can say certain things because they're a comedian. You should just know that I'm about to make this type of joke. You should just know that I'm going to offend people. Yeah, I don't want to intentionally hurt nobody. Right, right. Now, 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 there might have been a point in my life where, yes, I did want to intentionally hurt you, but I felt a lot like you. I was, I was, I might have been jealous. I might have been envious. You know what I mean? I might have been hating. You know what I'm saying? So when you make all those jokes about me, you jealous and you envious about me, Charlamagne? No, I'm telling you the truth. Your beard looks stupid. See? You got to stop with that Beijing. See? See? Beijing looks is stupid. That, is that hate? Is that hate? That's not hate. It just looks stupid. Is that hate? Beijing looks stupid. Is that hate? All right, well, don't move. We got more with Joyner Lucas when we come back. Now, I really want you guys to uh, listen to this joint. It's called Like a River. We're going to talk about it more when we come back. Listen to the words. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Damn, that was like a river. Join up, Lucas. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Joyner Lucas. Yee. Yes, Joyner. And I did want to ask you about the song we just played, Like a River. That's the last song on the album. It's about your father. How therapeutic was it for you? And what was your state of mind while you were writing that song? Yeah, it was very, uh, it was very therapeutic because I held a lot of this energy in, you know, for such a long time. That situation specifically is just a, a really, really volatile, you know, situation that I can't, I can't figure it out. I can't talk about it in depth of, of what actually happened, but if I told you what happened, it would be quiet. Everybody would be quiet and you would just be like, damn, it's a really f-ed up situation, but it's something that, it lives with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I because to this day I still see things that make that it's still, you know, it's still it just doesn't make any sense. It's like why would 
right? But I think that um, me creating this record, it really help, it helps me heal because now that I know I'm not keeping, you know, everything away, you know, from the world, I like to express myself in my music, you know? So the, the fame, amongst a lot of other things, really cost me that relationship. And it's a relationship that would never be repaired ever again. Wow. No matter what, can never be repaired. And not only did I lose that, but I also lost everybody else on that side. Wow. Your, your whole father's side of the family? Everybody that knew about what the situation was and everybody that continued to have to continue to have a relationship with him, they had to go. Wow. wow. And it's, 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 it's it, I, I honestly, what it feels like. Wow. That you put your, your your family, your entire family, on one plane, and the whole plane just crashed. Like Yikes. Everybody, everybody. So right? nobody on that side reached out to you when this. Kind of, but but not really. And and they have, and I've attempted to try to. And it's just it's one of those things where it's like, for me, it's like once when it, when it, when we're talking about certain. Right, like there's some things that are forgivable. There's some things that you can like. Okay, this is just another. But then there's like certain things that's just like nah. Like bro, there's a line. Like when it comes to this, it's you gotta pick a side. I can't fuck with you knowing that you fuck with him. That's just what it is. And if you fuck with him, I don't care. Your mom, your brother, your sister, your daughters. If you fuck with him knowing this, that's it. Period. And it cost me again. It, it you know due to that, and I, and I understand it, I get it. You know, that's your son, that's your brother, that's your, your, your whatever, cool. Have that relationship, it is what it is. Get, leave me the fuck alone. But that's that's definitely a part of my life that is a very dark place for me, because again, it's that crash. It's mm -hmm. that plane crash, you know, it's just everybody died. And it's just like, now it's just, I had to create my own world you know what I mean? And completely leave that side behind and completely pick up the pieces and just and continue to go. But it is difficult. It is a very difficult thing to do because you still don't understand it. You know what I mean? But it's like you got to do it. And it, it definitely had my mental health up for a little bit. Have you spoke to your therapist about it? I don't have one. You got to get one, brother. I don't know, a million percent. I agree with you. I a billion percent agree with you. And I want to, and I, and I will, and I am. I just haven't yet, and I definitely, I definitely need one. I tell you that. Add that to your repertoire going into 2021. Wow. And again, everything, everything happened so fast for me, bro. Everything changed completely quick. So I, I definitely need like therapy to deal with a lot of the shit that I've, I've dealt with, and you know, a, a lot of my new responsibilities and like my new life that I have now. It's definitely a complete reset. Yo, because you know, therapy helped me to deal with a lot of issues I was having with my pops. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of things that I hadn't had conversations with him about. A lot of things I hadn't dealt with, you know, from from when I was when I was younger. And I was holding a lot of resentment and, and, and a lot of, of of anger towards him, you know. But therapy helped me to really process it because one thing you realize about your parents, especially your father, is he was a human being just doing the best that he could. You know what I mean? But he had his own demons and his own flaws and his own things that he was dealing with. So it makes you have more empathy for him. For, for at least for me. Empathy. You know empathy. Join us and that. Well, you started rapping because of your father, right? Um, I was influenced. I was definitely influenced uh, in that being younger and being raised in like a studio environment. And, you know, all the music and 
like that, you know, yeah, of course, a million after that. I was, you know, just try to pick it up, try to impress them, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, that was that was mainly because of that, for sure. You know, but then I, you know, carrying it on and becoming better at it and, you know, just, you know, working hard to get where you need to go. I mean, that was, that was all me. I had nothing to do with him. Well, damn, we, we appreciate you for joining in this. You've been up here yeah. for an hour, man, and we appreciate you sharing all your stories. I, nah, I, appreciate I know you don't like doing interviews, so hopefully you'll come back. Envy's done. Envy's like, all right, we appreciate nah, you. Nah, we can stay here all day. I ain't got nothing to do. It's cold. It's cold. I ain't got no bags to chase. We can stay here all day, brother. I appreciate y'all. You know, the first time I had an interview at the Breakfast Club was like, what, four years ago? Five yeah. years ago. And even then, I felt like I put myself in this box of like you're a battle freestyle rapper guy you know what I mean I went to the breakfast club y'all was like rap you know what I said it's just randomly right and that just kind of like and I, once I did that bro everybody wanted me to just rap like that <laughs> 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 that never happens on the breakfast club <laughs> <laughs> feel some type of way bro like because I'm like nah like I don't want to be known as this just, just rap guy like nah like you know what i'm saying so a lot of that is the reason why i, I started staying away from certain things it's, you know i have never did sway i ain't never did flex i ain't never did any of these you know syndications that actually people go to rap on there i've never done that because i don't want to be you know so you're, not rap? you're not gonna rap you are the rap guy you, you're, you're you're a dope ass rapper a dope ass creative but you gotta make a movie we're gonna make a movie that's one of my goals. We're going to write a movie together. You said we're going to make a movie. Pause, bro. God yeah. damn, John. You the one told Logic, jump wow. on it in the studio. Wow. <laughs> jump on it. I was going to say, next time we do the interview at the pool, but now y'all getting a little kinky over there. I step away. Me and you step away. I'll let y'all go and handle this. Man, um, shut up. Yeah. Let them handle this. See, guys, uh, sorry that this whole COVID thing prohibited us from actually meeting in person again and, you know, sitting down and chopping it up. I brought you guys some You business. look rich, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm proud of you, bro. You look rich. <laughs> I you see how you move the camera? It's them gla 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 glasses yeah, in that you know, pool. Say, yeah, man. I I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> I really do. I really appreciate you guys, man, for everything, yo. Thank you. <laughs> Peace, King. All right, it's Jordan Lucas. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Peace, go. Hey, I didn't hear that Bobby Schroeder joint in a long time. Salute to Bobby Smyrno. And when Bobby coming home? Next uh, year, they say, right? Yeah, soon. I think one of the GS9 members were released yesterday. Really? Yeah. Uh, anyway, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Larsa Pippen. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee oh. on The Breakfast Club. Well, looks like Larsa Pippen was caught holding hands with Malik Beasley, and they were in Miami. Now, mind you, Malik Beasley is married. He got married in March. So March it hasn't this even year? Been... March 2020? Yes. Oh. yes, this year in March. Yeah. He's been married. And so his wife went on social media and posted, wow, I don't even know this man. This is wild, y'all. I'm seeing it for the first time, just like y'all. I've always and will forever remain true to who I am, and God has never let me down. The truth always comes out one way or another. Appreciate all the love for real. Now, according to The Shade Room, they are saying that she's already retained a lawyer and does intend to file for a divorce. Well, what's the context? Explain. What am I, what am I missing here? 
Well, Malik Beasley's married and was caught holding hands in Miami with Larsa Pippen. She also said that she was expecting him to come home, but he couldn't make it back home. And so she was completely blindsided when these photos surfaced. Are you in Miami with your side Mm -hmm. chick holding hands? is he he lives bl- in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Malik's not. Is he black? He is, yes. Yeah. He, Malik. Yeah. Malik. You sure? Name Malik. Black yes. men don't cheat. He's Are tw- we sure? He's 24 years old. He's very young. Oh. He's very young. Black now, boy. Still boy. Black now, boy. Now, mind oh, y'all, okay, okay. he was supposed to return home to celebrate his 24th birthday on November 26th, but wasn't able to make it back. Oh, he was celebrating. She didn't. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, just putting that out now, there's also another woman who has come forward, (laughs) and uh, she's allegedly saying that she also was dating Malik Beasley. And according to this woman, uh, she's saying that she's had a full relationship with him. She's been inside his home. She's met his son, slept in the same bed, and she even has pictures. (gasps) And those pictures. Let me give you some nice, are posted on the shade room. Let me give these young boys some nice, toxic, problematic advice, okay? It's not the cheating that gets you in trouble. It's the getting caught. If you're in Miami holding hands with your side chick, you're trying to get caught, okay? And you will get caught. He did get caught. Yes. <laughs> in Miami holding hands with the side chick? Wow. These new boys are. They might as well bungee jump the risk they taking. Jeez. All right. Play Russian roulette. Now, he's young, though. Now, he's 24 years old. He's young and dumb. Black boys... Definitely cheat. Black men don't cheat. Correct. <laughs> All right. Now, Drake is selling a scented candle that smells like Drake. Dramos. So guys, Dramos board, cannot wait. It. Yeah. He's about to, you know, he pre-ordered. Dramos is our boy. His name is Coquito Poppy. Coquito Poppy, ordered. I just want you to leave me alone at this point. No, you, you ordered. Why? Because nah, well, when you when you get it, just let uh, us know how it smells. I like his well, music. Sold okay, out. That's it. Guys, <laughs> it's sold out. So, How many did you yeah, buy, Drama? You up, man. And what part of his body does it smell <laughs> oh like, yeah? Drama, why did you order so many? Drama <laughs> wants the one that. Why smells, did you ask me? <laughs> he wants the one that smells like Drake fresh out the gym. All right, now Snoop is launching a pro boxing league, and apparently they do have a massive fight in the works. He's teamed up with Triller co-owner Ryan Kavanaugh. They're going to launch this brand new pro boxing league. It's called the Fight Club. So here's what they had to say about that. This was the first event of a, a league that we have called um, the Fight Club, and uh, it's a fight, it's a league owned by by Proxima, which is the parent code of Triller and Snoop. And we're uh, this was kind of the first of many many events. Snoop will be the announcer, kind of the official celebrity announcer and the face of it and spokesperson, but he's also a partner, so he'll be helping with setting up the fights and setting up the music acts and you know the whole shebang. And this was really the first of those events. People will always pay to see folks fight. It just is what mm-hmm. it is. You know, I mean, we love to see humans going against each other. That's why when it used to be fights back in the day, you run towards it. Correct. People like to see combat for some reason. Yeah. They'll pay for that. Now, Ryan Kavanaugh also says they have something really big happening in the works. I can tell you that the main fight, I can't say it yet, but it's going to be something that everybody wants to see. So if we thought that this one was big, I think that this will be uh, even larger from a worldwide appetite perspective and something that people want to see. Are we talking about a sanctioned fight or another exhibition? No sanctions. The next one, you know, it will be again probably four four cards. It will be a combination. We're trying to do is bring in everybody from social media to big athletes that may not be boxers to um, celebrities, big name actors, musicians, and obviously some pro boxers, and tie it all into a major event. Now, was Snoop a promoter for this for this yes, fight that we just saw? He's a part owner of the company. Oh, okay, he's a part, okay. He's a part right. owner. Drop one of the clues, Snoop. Snoop. 
I heard those pay-per-view numbers were strong. Yeah. So I bet. Money. And Snoop's going to continue to do fight commentary. He's also going to help book the fights and the musical acts. I love great. it. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. Let me ask you, you a question, right? You come wow. home. They did 1.2 million pay-per-views? That's great. Wow. You come home. $50 a pop? You see that your girl or your man, your spouse, ordered the Drake candle. How does that make you feel? Does it smell good? It's just a candle. What does it matter? I bought the Erica Badu Poom Poom incense. Yeah, she gave me. I have some of that here, too. Me me and and my wife love Erica Badu. I bought that. We bought that. We got that at the house. So you and your wife (laughs) light Erica Badu's Poom Poom? We use our incense. It smells good. Yeah. Definitely. Use if it smells good, I mean. I definitely. And Drum, you ordered Drake's. No, I did not order Drake's candle. No, I did not. FYI, Drake also had a Tom Ford lipstick. That would just. Be I didn't order that either before you. You asked. knew that, Drumos. No, you I knew, knew that. that. I knew I, y'all going with I that. I have that here. He wants to order Drake's candle called the Bottom. Shut That's up, what man. you want. Started from the bottom. Uh, That's what you want. We gotta wrap That's up. That's what you want, Drumos. Oh, now you want to wrap. He wants that scent that smells like the bottom. All right. Well, speaking of bottom, started. <laughs> Speaking of bottom, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man, Florida. Vanessa Marie Huckabuck. Come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with you. We're going to talk cranking shapes this morning, goddammit. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And if you're looking for auto insurance customized just for you, you need the General Insurance. They have excellent customer service, and they have been in business for over 55 years. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com today. Some restrictions apply. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitch. <laughs> don't get it. Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Duval, because your state is crazy. All right, donkey today for Wednesday, December 2nd, goes to a Florida woman named Vanessa Marie Huckaba. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. There is no disputing that. And um, I thank God that I came up in an era before dating websites, uh, not knocking anyone who does it, but I couldn't see myself on Elite Singles, eHarmony, Black People Meet. Match.com. Our guy, Dramos, who's Puerto Rican and runs our boards up here. He's on Latin Fields under the username Coquito Poppy. That's not true. Look him up. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. But you can get me in trouble at home, but thank you. Know, you. None of that stuff is for me. Uh, the way my anxiety is set up, I couldn't just meet a complete stranger online, a person who can tell me anything they want about themselves, and none of it be true. And then you show up, get robbed, killed, catfished. I'm not judging anybody who does the dating singles thing. I'm just simply saying it's not for me. It's like skydiving. It's like bungee jumping. It's like being uncircumcised. Not knocking any of y'all that, that do it. I got those things just telling you that's not my thing. Now, Vanessa Marie Huckaba has a dating profile set up under the name Island Babe 1234 Does that name not look and sound fake? Okay, see what I'm saying? Island Babe 1234 How could you take a profile page on a dating website serious that says Island Babe 1234 It sounds and looks like a Russian bot when you see it. Now, according to the Miami Herald, she included a name, photo, cell phone number, and address. But here's the catch. Well, actually, it is no catch. This dating profile is exactly what it sounds like, fake. But I tell you what, this one is fake <laughs> for a great, humorous, but sick cause. 
Okay, see, Vanessa, she should actually be the new host of Punked. I don't condone what I'm about to tell you she did, but man, is it entertaining to watch. See, Vanessa is a classic case of the ex. Oh, a lot of y'all out there got a crazy ex that's stalking your ass right now that is upset that you have moved on to another relationship. Vanessa is one of those. Okay, see this dating profile she set up that included a name, photo, cell phone number, and address? It wasn't hers. In fact, it was the woman her ex-boyfriend is currently dating. But the story gets much, much better because it wasn't her milkshake that brought all the boys to the yard. No, not in Florida. In Florida, you need something a little stronger than milkshakes to bring boys <laughs> to the yard. Let's go to the Miami Herald for the report, please. A Florida Keys woman was jailed on a cyberstalking charge after police said she posted a fake profile on a dating site that sent strangers to another woman's home looking for sex. Fresh meth tonight. The All right, stop, stop, stop right there for a second. What? Stop right there for a second because there are <laughs> conflicting reports. The Miami Herald is saying Vanessa posted the headline, free meth tonight. Wow. But in the news report we just heard, they say fresh meth tonight. Either way, Island Bay 1234 got meth. That's right, speed, cookies, cotton candy, whatever you call it. Vanessa had cranking cheeks. And in Florida, it doesn't matter if you're advertising fresh cranking free cheeks or free cranking fresh cheeks. Folks is pulling up, even though I don't know, you know, how fresh you expect the cheeks to be from a meth head in Florida. I mean, it's hot down there, and that pookie will have you not watching for days. But forget all that. <laughs> Continue with the news report. Vanessa Marie Huckaba, 29, was arrested November 21st on misdemeanor charges of cyberstalking and harassing. Huckaba in October and November sent threatening messages and made harassing phone calls to a 36-year-old Key West woman who was dating her ex. The victim told police she has never met Huckaba and began getting the threats after she started dating a man Huckaba had dated for six months. Huckaba told the victim she would need to get a restraining order. Huckaba's next move was to put up a profile under the name Island Babe 1234 on Seeking Arrangement, which advertises it helps pair women with sugar daddies, along with the victim's photo cell phone number and address. The profile invited men to come to the victim's home for sex. Multiple strangers began arriving at the victim's you residence think? thereafter. I'm giving this woman donkey of the day. Vanessa, you're getting donkey of the day because you absolutely deserve it. Okay, a person's home is their sanctuary. It's their castle. It should be their place of peace. To have a bunch of Floridians pulling up during a devil damn pandemic when folks are supposed to be social distancing. You got all these meth heads showing up to this young woman's house looking for cranking cheeks. You're lucky that woman didn't stand her ground and let her goddamn gun blam, okay? So you are earning every bit of this hee-haw. But, round of applause, Vanessa. Amazing, amazing idea, <laughs> all right? This is an amazing idea. You got beef with another human. You mad at this lady because she's dating your ex-boyfriend. So you advertise free meth and sex at her house in Florida. There is nothing that can bring holiday joy to a white Florida man's heart like the <laughs> thought of tweaking and tricking, okay? Only a human with a Florida brain could concoct and execute something like this. And Vanessa, even though I am highly entertained, it will not stop me from giving you the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. That's too easy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, would you like to just for yeah, sure. pieces and giggles? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's play a game of Guess <laughs> What Race It Is! <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Vanessa Marie Huckaba. Huckaba. Okay. She's from Florida. Florida. 
she set up a fake profile mm-hmm. for a woman, okay, a woman that was dating her ex-boyfriend, and she was advertising free meth and sex. Guess what, what? race she is? You go first, she. I'll have to say Caucasian just because of the crystal meth. Okay. I was thinking Latino because... No, you weren't. No, I was thinking white. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got to say what it is? Yes. White people. I knew it. I knew it. White people. All right. White with yellow teeth. All right. See her mugshot. (laughs) Okay? White with the yellowest teeth you've ever seen in your goddamn life. All right? You'll see her smile and you'd slow down when you approach that. (laughs) Okay? If you was driving. <laughs> All right. Ask you is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? Hello, my name is, I like to go by Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous, what's your question for you? I have been with my husband since 08. We got married in 2016, and now, and we have two children. I know that I'm nagging all the time. I'm always complaining and I'm fussing about how he makes mess in in our home, about the small things he doesn't do for our kids. And it's like either I can say something all the time, you know, like, hey, I asked you to pick her up. Don't let her walk through the rain. Now she's getting wet. I can either say something all the time about the little things that bother me or I can try not to say anything. And I've tried that, but I'm I'm like boiling inside. And also he has a lot of legal trouble. So it's like Mm -hmm. anytime he wants to talk to me, I'm always irritated. I'm always mad (laughs) when he wants to talk to me about what he was going through whenever I'm eating dinner and he's spilling food, I'm just like snap. And I don't want to push him away because I do love him, but I'm so ill all the time and I don't know what to do. Uh, Listen, I feel you because I think sometimes I could be that way too where, you know, I think I can be very like organized and I like things a certain way and my boyfriend's not really like that. And so we do sometimes right. get into it. And then sometimes I have to check myself and be like, am I over picking on him because of how I am? You know, because we're not the mm-hmm. same in that way. He's he's cool with things being messy and leaving stuff. And I'm not cool mm-hmm. with that. And so I just had to think about how I approach him when I need him to do things. But it is annoying when you have to ask somebody over and over and over again. And so Every for day myself, for everything. And we have and it kids, just, and so I can't pick up after him and our children. Right, and it just puts me in a bad mood when I'm irritated all the time, and then I start feeling like, am I a bitch, you know? Yeah. And so I understand exactly what you're saying. And, but it also feels like there might be more things bothering you than just this. Like, is this, sim- yes. is this a symptom? These are symptoms of a bigger problem. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and, and so it feels like you might need to address that bigger problem because it's making every little thing irritating to you. I mean, yeah, there's a bigger problem, his effort, how he don't care about stuff like I do. But when I want to talk to him, he's more so like, like, what's your problem? He don't have a problem about nothing. And he feels like 
he's trying. One time he said, I'm doing my best. Like, what you complaining about? And I said, is this your best? And he, he knows he can do better. I just, I'm just stuck where a few times a day I'm snapping. And so do okay. I need a break? I don't want a, a break, but do I need a break? I don't, and, I don't know what it is. He's do. got it. He's got to step up. But sometimes when you tell people, and I realize this in my boyfriend, when I tell him to do things, he doesn't receive it the same way as if we have a discussion and he comes up with ideas mm. on his own. So I'm like, okay, well, what do you think that you can actually be doing that would be more helpful? And let's discuss, like, I know I do this because sometimes I check myself. I know that I snap at you. I know that I can be this way. So now let's talk about things that you do that you can acknowledge and figure out how to improve. And what do you think you can be doing better? And how are you going to go about that? Because sometimes there's no plan of action. We just get mad. We mm -hmm. tell you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Now, what? how yeah. can I improve it? And so sometimes we just get mad and tell somebody something and it's a Band-Aid on the problem. But you need to discuss mm -hmm. how moving forward, we can always make sure we address these things. And before I get mad, I always count to 10 backwards in my mind so I'm not snapping. And that's always worked for me in many on many different occasions. I go 10, 9, I 8. that. Before I say anything. And so sometimes it's how you say it. And you can let him know. Like, look, I'm making an effort to not snap at you while this is bothering me. So I would love it if you could make that effort to just do this. And let's try to come together as a team to fix these okay. problems. And I think one more thing I will say this. It's good to discuss things when you're not in an argument. But then that's hard because I don't know. I mean, I can know, but it's not on the top of my head what I'm upset about. Right. You know what but I mean? th that's why it's a good time to discuss those things and making a, a pact before you discuss it. Like, let's have a discussion while neither of us are mad. Let's have some wine and sit down and discuss this so we can get back to, you know, just being in love and not having these small problems that are plaguing our relationship. Because when you discuss things in the heat of while you're mad, that's when things really spiral into an argument. You're right. Thank you so much. I, I feel better. <laughs> I really you're not you're you. not alone. Okay. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, and you too. You too, Mama. You're welcome. Bye bye. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Bird from Florida. Hey, Bird, what's up? What's up, man? Good morning, y'all. Man, I got a question. I need advice. So me and my girl, we've been dating for about two years. I take her out, I buy gifts, I tell her I love her and stuff. But she just never liked to have sex. Like, I need advice. Like, what should I do? Uh, should I move on? Um. So is there any issues that she has from her past or anything that might have happened that she's discussed no. with you? Does she? Are you sure? No, she, yeah, I asked her. I'd be like, what, you find me unattractive or something? But it's just like I try to kiss her, hug her. Like, she just... She just not never in the mood, she said. Like, I feel All like right. I did everything. Does she, is she on any type of medication, birth control, anything? Antidepressants? Nah, I think she get the shot for birth control, but that's it. You, you know, sometimes things like that actually do affect your sex drive. It, it could be something like that, to be honest. Like, there's, you know, uh, it might be something where maybe she not, needs to try something different for birth control because it might be lowering that, and she should see her doctor about it. But has she always been yeah. like this? Yeah, she always been like this. Like, I don't know, like, what it is. But then, like, when I go out with my friends, she always want me home with her. She think I'm going to cheat on her. But I don't. I just really be, I be home where I barely go out. And then I be like, let's, like, do something. Uh, I take her out, and she just never in the mood to do nothing. 
Do you ever uh, just lay down with her and cuddle and kiss and make out and without the intention oh, yeah. of having sex? I tried that. She don't like the cuddle. She don't like the hug. She don't like the kiss. She says she hates saliva. I do feel like sometimes this is a, a bigger problem. Like I said, uh, it might be that something's happened to her in her past that she hasn't discussed with you. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. But, you know, just I think you should let her. I mean, listen, I understand sex can be really important in a relationship. But if and you say you love her and you care about her and it might be you having her go see a therapist to work through whatever issue she has, if she doesn't feel comfortable opening it up. Sometimes people suppress things that happened to them in their childhood. And that actually comes out later on in life and relationships. And they don't even see the connection. Yeah. But I just tell her to make me feel distance like like you don't. Like, I'm here, and, like, you don't show no affection or nothing. Like, come right. on. Right. Like, you know? And that's and it's difficult to be with somebody who's not showing affection the way that you need them to. And then, and then, like you said, it makes you feel like you're not attractive or she's not attracted to you. So you're getting these mixed messages where she doesn't even want you to go out. She wants you home all the time, but then she won't even cuddle or kiss. Yeah, that's what I'd be like. Just it's, it sounds like she might need some professional help, and I wouldn't say it's just you. And it could also be that birth control shot that she's taking. So it's a, a combination of things. But if you really care and want to make that effort, you should tell her, like, look, this is affecting our relationship. I want this to work out. I would love for you. Let's find somebody, get some referrals for you to go see so that you can see if there's something that's like, you know, maybe some past things that have happened that you haven't addressed. Yeah. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to her today. All right. Show us some love. I hope it All works right, out. All right, Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. Now, you got rumors on the way, Ye? Yes, and let's talk about a versus battle that might be going down, and this will be a big one if it can happen. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Right. Well, this could potentially be one of the biggest verses, right? Imagine you can see Diddy versus Dre. Well, here is what Swizz had to say about that with Timbaland on TMZ Live. How about Diddy and Dr. Dre? Now, that's something different. I can't even say what's not going to happen anymore because a lot of the verses that, just like the last one we've seen, everybody said that it couldn't happen, right? So now we just let the universe naturally make things happen. Are there people getting their set lists together when it comes to Diddy and Dr. Dre? You didn't say no. I'm never going to say no anymore. If they do it, they can't do 20. They got to do 40. Well, I mean, <laughs> Diddy and Dre would be dope because of the whole bad boy death row history. But, you know, what Swiss said is true. You know, after Gucci and Jeezy, nobody really has an excuse not to do it. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, like, but they cool, though. G but Diddy and, and, and Dre cool. But though, I'm man. not even just talking about beef. I'm just saying nobody has an excuse mm -hmm. not to do it when you see Gucci and Jeezy put whatever, put whatever differences they had aside to do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for nobody not to do it at this point. All right, now let's talk about the formerly incarcerated lawyer who inspired that series for life, the one that 50 Cent has on ABC. Mm -hmm. He is now running for mayor of New York, Isaac Wright Jr. Monk's Corner, South so Carolina's own. His uh, story got a lot of attention. He was actually incarcerated and falsely convicted on dr corrupt drug charges. He was sentenced to life in prison in 1991 under New Jersey's kingpin laws, but now he wants to be... The mayor. And he's from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Drop on the clues mm -hmm. bond for Isaac Wright. 
Now, did your, your, your dad know the story and your mom know the story growing I up? I never or? asked him. It don't matter. He's from the corner. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even ask. That's a good question. I'm going to have to ask him later. I didn't even think about it, but you're right. I'm going to ask him. All right, now let's talk Drink Champs DMX. Uh, according to a story that was told on Drink Champs by Murder Mook, once trained his dog to do ad libs in a freestyle battle. He had his dog, right? Both, right? So he battling on the corner, and the he just is like, falls to the right dude. Just all I remember, just, the falls to the like you. Some falls to the like you. Be careful. Check with my dog, she might bite you. And then the dog growled, he's like, like, chill, ma. Let me get him. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. Drop on the clues bomb for DMX. That's that dope. man is anointed. That's dope, okay? Man. Y'all gonna realize DMX is a real-life superhero who control the minds <laughs> of dogs everywhere. That's you dope. automatically win the battle for that. Absolutely. Right. Better than Aquaman. Would you rather control fish or pit bulls? Pit bulls. I said pit bulls. Pit bulls. <laughs> All right, and Damian Lillard, he was talking to Fat Joe on Instagram, and he was talking about playing in the NBA bubble, and he actually thought the experience helped him. Listen to what he said. To me personally, the bubble was way easier. There was really no distractions. We didn't have to travel after games. We was leaving the arena sometimes 10, 11 o'clock after a game, and we would go right back to the hotel, and they had cold pools set up at the pool for us, and we just get our recovery in right after the game. They had food laid out for us, and we go up to our room, lay down. I mean, everything was laid out. It was just like boom, boom, get up the next morning, practice all in one spot. So, like, our bodies was recovering faster. We was more rested. I can see that. Yeah, that's That dope. makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think that makes more sense, right. especially with COVID going on. They should do that again. Yeah, but you can't. Right. Then nobody going to be in no bubble for 72 games away from your they gotta family. Cut, they got to the cut playoffs. the games a little bit then, though. They got to cut the game, but at least it's safe. You see what's happening in the NBA? This player can't play. The NFL, this one can't play. And the NFL. NFL. Yeah, and NFL. NFL. Mm-hmm. But this one can't play. This one can't play. It's not, it's not fun because you don't have a full team. Like, because you never know who's going to play. You don't know if a wide receiver is going to be good. I mean, your Nobody team Nobody cares. Y'all too. you four in something. I'm number one in our, we're oh, number one in our division. Okay, whatever. I don't know if you know. All right, now, Kiki Palmer just opened up about her polycystic ovarian syndrome. She put up a post and reveals that she has acne and acne scars, uh, and that is uh, in some no-makeup photos. I know that's a hard thing that a lot of women have to deal with, and she said, hey, you guys, for some of you, this may be TMI, but for me, my platform has always been used for things much greater than me. Polycystic ovarian syndrome has been attacking me from the inside out my entire life, and I had no idea. My acne has been so bad that people in my field offered to pay for me to get it fixed. I tried everything. I did Accutane twice. People say drink water, have a better diet, but I did all that. I ate all the right things. My blood tests were fine, but it took me taking a personal look into my family that has a history of diabetes and obesity to understand what was actually happening with me. And unfortunately, doctors are people. And if you don't look the part, they may not think that's your problem. They may not even suggest it if you look healthy, whatever that means. I came to a doctor in tears once and all they offered was a measles vaccine. Wow. So... I don't, did y'all see the picture? I did see the picture. I didn't see it. That's all. I follow Kiki yeah. Palmer. I, I, I don't know why Kiki Palmer don't have her own daytime talk show. Like, you know, these daytime talk show production companies be wasting money on some of these folks. And you got your your next clear daytime talk show host star right there in Kiki Palmer. She's honest. She's funny. She's smart. She's transparent. She connects with people. What more do you want in a daytime talk I show? I think she... I think she will. I think she'll get it again. It makes no it makes no sense that she don't got one now, but you know, you're right. You're she's only twenty seven. She got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not her all fault. Right, well, it's stupid ass culturally clueless production company's faults. I mean, it could be something in the works that we don't even know about. That is true too. Yeah, that, is true. that is very well. Very well true. You, 
You never know because she just stopped doing that morning. Uh, was it Good Morning America? Yes. No, I remember. That she was on I, remember, I don't remember the name of it. Michael Screen. Michael Screen, right? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so she just stopped that not that long ago, and then it has been COVID, so I'm sure that people are looking at her. Mm-hmm. All right, and Cynthia Bailey is suing her ex-husband, Peter Thomas, for an unpaid loan. You know, he had the club and his lounge, and she loaned him $170,000 to purchase the space. Now she wants her money back. And you know what? If it's a loan, you should get your money back. That's for Bar One Atlanta Lounge. She said, we actually have unfinished business, and she had said this previously. She was his partner in the bar, and then when it went out of business, you know, I don't know if he filed for bankruptcy or what happened, but uh, there was a foreclosure, and he borrowed the money, so, you know, got to give that money back. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Uh, a revolt will be back in the new year for everybody asking, all right? Are they? F- we don't know that for sure. They will be. <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking be. of bills being paid. So <laughs> 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 Are be we sure about this? Yes. All right. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Joyner Lucas for joining us this morning. Salute to my guy, Joyner Lucas, man. Joyner is an artist that um, I thoroughly enjoy. He's put out two great projects this year. Um, but he's just also a good human, man. But y'all should check out Evolution and ADHD because I really don't understand why Joyner Lucas isn't in the conversation more as far as just like lyricists. Right. You know, he's dope, man. His videos are amazing. So, salute to my guy, Joyner Lucas. All righty, bro. Now, um, when we come back, we got the positive note and more, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, you got a positive note, Charlemagne. Yes, man. The positive note is simply this, man. I know, uh, a lot of people out there right now are dealing with something and they're like, why won't this just go away? Why won't this just go away? Just, uh, Understand that nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?